<laughs> Are you five? Yes. Five minutes from being out of here. I say I got twenty. Bye. I only got to suck up to him for another. T- well, we. I keep saying this before we hit record. This is a problem. No, I've been hitting record. Red, red, red. Get him stopped. Get him stopped. Welcome to Open Red Credentials Denied. Your home for World of Outlaws and dirt car conversation and news. On this week's show, Macedo grabs another victory at I-55. The World Finals gets bigger at the dirt track at Charlotte. And we tell you who we think's going to win the 2022 Super Dirt Car Series title. I'm Mike Warren, and joining me in the studio are your hosts, Nick Graziano, Chris Dolak, and Mick. All right, we're back here, episode eight. I guess at some point we got to quit saying episode numbers because uh, it'll it'll get redundant. Not that it's not already. Welcome if back. It's redundant. To- we have a problem because we're doing it over and over the same thing, right? Right. So it'd as long be as like not episode eight every yeah, episode. It's not well, eight every time. <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed lately, but Nick will agree. When we get to episode seven, eight, nine, it's usually not good. <laughs> What's that mean? That's a Star Wars reference. Oh, I liked eight. I don't care what anybody says. Eight was good. Well, this is your last show, just like that was the last Jedi. So, well, we got one race in this weekend at at Peevely. It was a pretty good show there. Um, let's recap the weekend real quick. Um, none of us won our our picks. I think Sheldon was someone. Somebody had Sheldon. That was me. That was you. I had him on Friday, maybe. Yeah, I, I would like to point out though with Sheldon, somebody did call something about Sheldon correct during that race. What's Nick? that? Oh, yeah, I said this looks like kind of track that Sheldon's probably going to flip on. It did. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. But he came back and finished fourth, so that was impressive. I was impressed with his resilience. Was it fourth, right? It yeah, fourth, it was fourth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we got the race in. You know, the weather was less than optimal the day before. We had to call that show off. Um, the place took a lot of water. But let's move past that. Late models are back in action this week. Mike, you are you are headed to Ohio. Oh, yes. Atomic. It's in Waverly, Chillicothe, Alma, one of those towns. Up there. <laughs> it's, a, it's in the crossroads up there. Chillicothe metropolitan area. <laughs> yes, yes, one. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a great weekend up there. We finally get rolling. Columbus. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Let's do something completely different. Let's do something completely different. And now for something completely different. And now for something completely different. This is Nick's last show. It's his last day with us. Is this your last day? Or are you coming in tomorrow? To uh, tomorrow is the last day. So you're moving to Indianapolis. Find yourself a nice place to stay. I did. I'm going to live right across the street from the racetrack. Really? Really. Right down Gasoline Alley. I walk out, and there's a track. There's turn one right there. That's a cool neighborhood, man. I've been there a couple Save times. On right on Main Street. Nice. There's nice. Main Street's pretty nice right there. They got you got Delara down the road mm-hmm. there. AJ Floyd Racing. A few good restaurants. A nice barbecue place. Nice Mexican place. Charlie Brown's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like half Charlie Brown. The cartoon slash IndyCar themed. That's pretty cool. Diner. <laughs> so is, the, is your office then at the Speedway itself? No, it's they turn have, one. it's like right, so after you go by turn one, you got the straightaway there before turn two, like right across from there is like this almost uh, abandoned looking strip mall kind of deal. That's where the IndyCar office is. Ooh. Which is again just right around the corner from my apartment, so I can just walk there every day. I, I think it's interesting you're going from a, a company that races on like quarter miles and eighth miles, and you're going to 
like a place that races, you know, like some of the towns we go to could fit in the middle of Indianapolis. Most yes. people, <laughs> you could fit quite a few peeves inside Indianapolis. Yeah. They have a dirt track inside Indianapolis for sure. So we have a, a couple topics to talk about today. Uh, with the Cup race out of the way at Bristol, uh, we are set up to to go there next um, World Finals. We announced the person. If you like, format. if you're someone that thought that NASCAR race was good. Get Dirt Vision and watch our race. Your mind is going to be fucking blown. Yes. That was, I, I didn't think it was that good of a race. I know that wow. the finish was good I, for mine. I, for one, thought the outcome of that race was amazing. Yeah. Back that's how that you one. back into a win, baby. That's how you back into a win. The guy, the guy spent the most time bashing the, the whatever. We'll move on. Kyle Bush, dude. Don't need to make him a topic. Um, we announced the World Finals person format, which is it's an interesting format. Uh, give uh, drivers some time to, to interact with fans, and then uh, going to play a little game about who we are going to predict to be the Super Dirt Car Series uh, champion this year. So, quick episode. We'll be right back after this break. K1 Race Gear is proud to be the official safety gear provider of the World of Outlaws. Over half the World of Outlaws competitors trust K1 Race Gear with all their safety product needs. Whether it's premium custom suits, gloves, or shoes, K1 Race Gear has you covered. Find out more at www.k1racegear.com and follow us along at, at K1 Race Gear on all social media platforms. K1 Race Gear, the racer's brand of safety gear and apparel. All right, well... NASCAR is has been and and done their thing up at Bristol Motor Speedway. We head there next week for the Bristol Bash. Let's talk a little bit about that, Mike. What are you looking forward to on your late model side? Well, first off, after we get through Atomic, we got to get through Atomic first. I'm yep. not gonna not yep. gonna say that, but this is gonna be good. I mean, Josh Richards has a chance to be the first two time winner in outlaw competition. Dale McDowell already picking it. And Madden are already multi-time winners in other events. Right. But, you know, Richards won the inaugural race last year. He's got a chance to do it next week. And I, I tell you what, qualifying is going to be fun to watch because whoever ends up with that Slick Woody's Quick Time Award, be ready. Yeah, They're, they're going to have a good chance. And that redraw might mean everything. Well, isn't that every race, if you get the pull, you're going to have a good chance? Well, yes, but but basically, <laughs> all right, smartass. Listen, but, but but it goes with the same thing with the sprint cars too. I think more here than any other place. Yeah, you have to unload fast. You can't. You, you will likely not be able to come from the back with the high speeds that there's going to be in the late models. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean the the fact of the matter is, Bristol is a huge track for these cars for any dirt car, and you're carrying so much speed. Like it's it's a lot of the. You know, the driver's got to sack up and the car's got to be fast. And it's no secret that, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity for passing there. So you need to get out front and stay out front and, and do your thing. Bristol is, when I, when I went to Bristol last year, I, I would almost equate it to watching, like, uh, an IndyCar race just in the sense of how everybody is going so fast that you can tell when someone lets off the throttle yep. and someone is not off the throttle because the rate of speed that they catch someone is incredible. Yeah, and, and and the thing is there too, things happen very fast there, no question about it. I mean, we all remember with the Strickler and Owens incident a year ago. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Just tire going down like that, and boom. And so, you know, using this past weekend's race as an example, you know, you being third, you gotta just put yourself in contention, right? Yeah, because you don't exactly. know what'll happen to those guys in front of you. If it if they're sliding each other for the win. And third and, place might be the spot to be, or and fourth. I, and I want to point out, lap traffic is also going to be a big key in this event, because if you yeah. guys remember, in the Sunday portion of the Bristol Bash last year, 
Devin Moran got by Ricky Weiss in the last 10 laps of that race in traffic yeah. down the front stretch to pick up the win. Mm-hmm. Very so, true. So there, there's a lot of factors. I know it sounds like it's something that can happen at any race, but I think those factors are magnified when we go to Bristol. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're going for the first time, I can tell you, that track does not do it justice the first time TV. When the first time you walk into that place, it's a whole different animal. It's awesome. Now, they did the, – the track is a little bit different than last year, right? They took a little bit of banking out. Is that right? It's Yeah, it's uh, progressive banking now. I think it's like from the bottom, like going up, it's like 16 to 18 degrees or something, and maybe like, like 19 degrees at the very top. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a little bit flatter than it was last year. Yeah. Still banked. Obviously, it's still Bristol and still yeah. fast, but <laughs> – um, it won't, it'll, it'll, I mean, even by the time they get, when they get it rebuilt from the cup race over the weekend to when we're there in a couple of weeks, it'll probably be a little bit flatter than it was. Right. Which that, that should help a little bit with the passing. Um, I'd, I'd oh, there's still like plenty of opportunity. There. I mean, it's a wide track, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's plenty of, plenty of room to pass. Right. I mean, we saw how high that cushion got the other night. What's going to happen this weekend at Atomic, Mike? That's the big question. Well, there's a lot going on, but unlike our good friend Dean, I'm not a forecaster. So, you know, <laughs> did I say that? Oops. But no, uh, it basically it, it's almost the same storylines going into Farmer City. You just add the Moran angle coming in this time because obviously Devin he's got to win at Atomic all the way back in 2017, which seems like it's not that long ago. But I it's was there five years ago. I was there. <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it seems like it was just yesterday. But Josh, that was a heck of a night. We mentioned Josh earlier. He's got two wins. He's one of the two World of Outlaws drivers with two victories at the Speedway in World of Outlaws competition. He did it back in 2015 or 16. I'm trying to remember what I wrote, of course. But it was in the Rocket House car either way. And then Turbo swept the last two times. And it was a heck of a race. He got uh, Marler on the last lap coming out of four. So we've had some exciting racing here. And there's some big names that have won there in the past. You know, Turbo Jack. had a rough night that night in 2017. See, I yeah. feel like there's a story. Turbo here. had a rough night, or you had a rough night. <laughs> we all had a rough night. I feel like you want to tell this story because no, because I, I, I would it be- involved the penalty. The first penalty I ever got to issue. Let's is put a, it this uh, way: I would director. like a certain family to be at the racetrack this weekend, so I would I would <laughs> yeah. not like yeah. you to tell the story. No, we don't need to tell a story. But there was a, a you know a penalty, a sucker punch. Um, it had everything. Who did you sucker punch? <clears throat> no, I didn't sucker punch uh, anybody. I, I had what? two. Uh, Kenny and I had to to uh, well not we we should clarify because of things that have happened in, with Turbo in the past. Turbo did not do the sucker punching. No, no, he was uh, he wound up with the bloody lip. Yes, yeah. I feel like we need to clarify that because of recent events. Should also set the stage and let everybody know that Chris was not doing PR at the time. He was actually the series director. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, Boy, that was that was an experience that I'm sure a lot of. Car owners are happy that I'm not doing the series directing anymore. <laughs> so hey, at least we can say you were even keeled the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the sprint cars are at Tri City and Tri State. This is the weekend of the tries. Try try. Try try. You know, yes. Try try hard. Try try try, try again. Try. First first time at Tri City in quite a while. Yes. Um. So that that'll be kind of cool. Uh. Be back in there and so uh, it is Tri State Indiana and Tri City Illinois. Yes. Is that yes. correct? Tri-City is in Pontoon Beach slash Granite City. Right. Which is right, right across the river from Missouri. I don't yeah. understand how there's a beach in, Just, up, up there. Cause there's it's right no, on a river. There's a beach. Okay. I'm sure. So For pontoon like, boats. Pon- I, mean, it's, I gotcha. Yeah. It's right on the river, Mississippi River. Just down the street from, uh, uh, well, I'm going to still call it Gateway, but... What is it? Worldwide Technology Raceway. Raceway. Yeah. yeah. Worldwide yeah, Technology. Which, by the way, I didn't realize was in Illinois until I looked a little harder. Yeah. 
Yeah, Madison, Illinois. Any cars will be there in August. Have fun in Alabama. <laughs> I, I, again, I can say I covered the first uh, IndyCar race there oh, yeah? when it was really? Gateway back in '97. Uh, I was there. They were uh, pulling up the asphalt. They were going. It was so hot. It was Indy? It was Indy 500 weekend. But anyway, that's another story for another day. But yeah, that was. Uh, so it'd be cool to be there, and then of course Tri-State on Saturday. That's uh, Hobstadt. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of everybody's well, favorites. So. You remember to finish last year there? <laughs> oh, every year. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I mean. Uh, Guys are pulling wheelies off the corners, and uh, um, I, I've got uh, back when I was back when I was the traveling guy. I've got a picture that I took of shots. He hit one of the so in the corners they've got the tires, the half tires, kind of buried in the corners, the tire markers. So shots caught one of those things, and I was just you know I'm just out there with my camera panning, and uh, when I get back at the end of the night, I'm looking, and I've. Literally got a tack sharp picture of the bottom of Shots' car. Really? Because he hit one of those things and he launched himself up in the air. And uh, it's it's the tack sharp and it's the underside of his car. He hit that thing, went up so high. But heck, uh, was it was it Bill Rose that went through the billboard there a couple of years ago? Uh, last year. Last year? Yep. Went up. through the billboard? Yeah, and came back out. For the- or no, it was uh, 2020, I think, actually. 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Went through the billboard and turned, well, ended up in the pit area. So turn, yep. turn uh, one. Turn one. Right and, in the middle between turn one and two. Yeah. And then wound up coming back on the track, I think, for the LCS or um, it was the heat race. I think, it, I think it had to be the LCS. What was on the billboard? Uh, I think it's just sponsors or something. It'd be cool if it was already. <laughs> it's like a sprint Left car shaped hole through it. If this is the correct track, I'm pretty sure this is the right one. I Hopefully I'm not mixing it up with a different race, but I remember... Um, I think it was Mike, Mike Hess was talking about it, and like I think Bill went outside the fence or outside the billboards, and like I think someone was screaming or someone the officials kept saying like there's going to be yellow, 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 and Mike calls Mike calls the yellow, and he's looking around like what what are we calling it? And he goes, oh, there's that car outside the track. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I've seen that happen either. Uh, sprint cars end up in interesting places sometimes. Uh, seen them in, up on sorry, top of Brandon the Wimmer, but Brandon Wimmer tried to do the same thing at Williams Grove one time. Go through a sign? Yeah. Huh. That is a fun place to stand in the infield, but also a very sketchy place to stand in the infield because it's a small track to begin with, and the infield is wide open, so there's not it's a up. lot of places to run and hide. And the cars, gear. you can't keep track of the cars because by the time they get going, they're all over the track everywhere, yeah. so you don't know which way they're going to come flying I, I mean, if they come spinning out. A like quarter mile is like the is an awesome track, right? Yes. But they are some of the scariest places to be in the infield, whether you were a Chico Hobstot, LaSalle Speedway. Yeah. Um, LaSalle was another one with sprint cars. It was, oh, my God. I mean, somebody grabbed me by the back of the collar once because Mark Kinzer was coming across, <laughs> jerked me back. Um, that was close. Um, but oh, the, you know, the, the, the racing's. I think it's some of the best it's racing. It's exciting as ever. Yeah. But, man, you got to keep your head on a swivel when you're down there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I might be the worst at that sometimes. Not even gonna deny that. Just because I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm trying to concentrate on my tweet, not realizing, like, oh, yeah, I'm in the infield. You need to get yeah. like uh, some of those augmented reality glasses so you can see the race and see the screen of your phone on the on the glasses. Usually, there's like the the light poles in either corner, and you just got to kind of tuck yourself on one side of one of those and figure that pole's gonna. If somebody comes through the infield, they're at least gonna hit the pole before they hit you. <laughs> They're probably going to break the pole and then hit me, though. Well, That's it'll the thing. I mean, yeah, at least they'll stop a little bit. Yeah. Not just. I don't know. A late model's not that heavy. You think it'll break a, break a pole? 
I mean, let's I've not, seen let's a, not find out. I've seen a big block break a pole live once, so that that's all I need. All you need to know. At Lebanon Valley, one of the carts flipped on the backstretch, took out a pole, and knocked out the power six laps into the feature on opening night, 90, 98, I believe. Damn, were you five years old? I was seven. I saw a sprint car Damn land close. on a pole. That's, yeah, I saw that live on Dirt Vision. That's, that's, yes, <laughs> I was there. It happened. River Cities. Oh, you know what? I screwed up my story. That's the race that Mike was talking about where we were yelling yellow and he didn't know why we were yelling yellow. And then he said, oh, there's a car on the pole. That's what it was. <laughs> I can understand why he might miss that, though, looking at the race. Oh, not everybody was like, why? What is happening? Then I think eventually someone's like, hey, there's a car on the well, pole over there. The Dervision camera even, like, panned past it, like, looking for the yeah. caution. And, the, like, you can see this car just sitting on a pole as the camera goes by a couple of times. And like, oh, there it is. Didn't that guy do that again, though, at the, at the late model race? Didn't he when the late models were up there and they were running the sprints as support? I feel like I want to say that fit, that guy did the feel same like thing. There was a repeat. I think he or it was close. Yeah, he might I have been. He, close. Yeah, I think he flipped again and it came close. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he landed on the pole again, uh, but it I, might have been uh, in the, like the fence or something, something or, like that. Yeah. I, I yeah. think there was one that got into the fence last year. I don't know, and, um, and forgive me, I wasn't watching the sprint car race as hard as I would, you know would be the late model one. But basically, we were watching Dobmeyer versus the field. Yeah, that this night. was River Cities. Did we mention that it was River Cities? Yes, we did mention it was River Cities, the pride of North Dakota. That is that is another fun track. Yeah. Actually, that's the one uh, our official Austin almost got creamed by uh, Kyle Larson at a couple of years ago. Really? Where Kyle Larson cut through the grass. It was, that, it was when oh, him and Logan, Logan were racing. But Logan. Logan hit him in the bumper, and he I think he got turned basically into the infield. He, he made a quarter and, mile into an eighth mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, like, just skimmed where our official was parked. And I, was, I, didn't, I wasn't at that race because I had – that was the week I got COVID, and I was stuck in a hotel room watching. I was like, you know – I, that's usually kind of where I stand. I probably would have been standing there. So. <laughs> reason. Always got, a reason. Got wiped out by Kyle Larson at a racetrack. <laughs> All right, so World Finals. That would have been a hell of a story to tell someday. <laughs> yeah. So World Finals, we put out the the, the person format information. Um, it's a, now gone to a four-day show? Four nights. Four nights. Which one of you guys want to tackle that? Four huge nights. Of racing action. Yeah. I don't, it's mine. I don't have much more of an announcer voice. Me either. Yeah, Weren't you an announcer? <laughs> yeah. Part-time. Okay. Part-time. I mean, he still wants I'm to I'm a be public one. relations coordinator. Four nights. Everybody's going to run three uh, <laughs> uh, three nights. So um, sprint cars will run, you know, uh, two two of the weeknights. And everybody's going to run Saturday. The purses are uh, increased throughout. And uh, uh, the Saturday purses are, are really big. Um, it's a huge jump in purse for the the whole event. Um, I should know. I wrote that one. I had to write that because Nick is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you realize that's not going to be the last shot oh, here before the show's this over. Whole, this whole him leaving stuff, getting. I mean, everything. On, on my, uh, I already miss him. On my list of to do stuff that I do, I made sure it's right at the bottom. Uh, other duties as assigned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So sprint cars uh, are going to run. Wednesday and Thursday, the late models will run Wednesday and I think, was it Friday? And then the Super Dirt Car, Big Box will run uh, Thursday and Friday. And so what really what the, the gist behind this thing, the, the reason we're doing this is um, working with the track and, and trying to be able to connect the fans even more with the drivers. Obviously, that event, get your tickets by August 31st and, and you get a free fan pit pass with the uh, tickets. So... I mean, just a free pit pass. So every every package ticket gets a pit pass. 
Um, it's it is still the best value in sport. I mean, there's not a better ticket than that, really. No, not for um, not for an event. As the big access as this. No. And, and all that for what you get. Um, so, but anyway, so what we're trying to do is create some more interaction between the competitors and the uh, the fans. Um, get the competitors some more money in the purse, uh, more uh, racing. It kind of, you know, the the nights. I think um, they were getting a little bit late when we were trying to do a lot of the, yeah, um, you know, the qualifying night and and how all that played in. So this creates, um, you know, full features each of those nights, two divisions each night racing and one division interacting with the fans, mm-hmm. and then. Um, in essence, what will happen is every time the cars hit the track on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they'll earn points, and then those points will um, be tallied up, and that'll set the heat races for Saturday. So we don't qualify on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You'll be lined up for your heat races by the points that you've earned on the uh, first two nights that you raced, and then you'll uh, have at it for um, uh, sprint cars and late models for 25000 bucks. And the uh, big box for 15, and then that filters on down to every position pays more than what it normally would. And uh, these are all for the championship battle and the championship battle, too. Which you know, and obviously the point funds were also increased this year, too. Mm-hmm. So, all those for positions everybody. are a lot of money on the a line. lot of a lot of money at stake that weekend, yep. whether it's at the event itself or ultimately at the banquet the next day. Yep, so um, huge event. Um, it's always a great time. It's World Finals is 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 one of my favorite events. Yes, it's um, pretty cool. I mean, I, you know, obviously I was in it on the ground floor when we started started the event in twenty in two thousand seven, and you know it has evolved. We've kept we've we've added to it. Initially, it was just sprint cars and late models. Uh, we brought the big blocks in. Purses have changed through the years. Um, the party, the kickoff party. Yeah, you know it's. The event has evolved from where it initially was drawn up on a napkin, uh, and uh, and it it really just continues to grow. Um, you know. So, will the kickoff party then be on uh, the Tuesday night, or will the kickoff party be Wednesday night? It'll be Tuesday. It'll be uh, it'll it'll shift to to Tuesday. So, whatever we did on Wednesday at the pavilion with the concert and all that will happen Tuesday. At the same time, I think, uh, you know, Millbridge is also racing. That's right. <clears throat> so Millbridge will have race. their events like they do uh, as well. They, they're they part of that whole – really, with the World Short Track Championship right beforehand, you can go from really that Thursday where I think we do practice for World Short Track and then continue all the way through Saturday, take a breather on Sunday. You mm-hmm. got Millbridge racing Monday, Tuesday. Um, the party on Tuesday night at the Speedway, and then Wednesday through Saturday night, you're racing every day. So, you know, a great week plus of racing. You get your fill of racing and all sorts of, I mean, concert, mm-hmm. all the fun, the uh, really ramping up what we're doing in the fan, in the, in the midway <clears throat> with the games, the fan engagement, the, yep. all that sort of stuff. Um, a lot it's a lot of fun and that the deal we put on at the pavilion if you're a fan and you want to like hobnob with the drivers pretty much every driver that's in town for, mm-hmm. for world finals will be down there drinking beer with us listening to the music so it's yeah. it's a good time for everybody be nice to not be deathly sick this year <laughs> like last year were you deathly <laughs> sick last year oh i was i was coughing up a storm i mean he knew you remember you had to listen to it oh yeah but <clears throat> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's, it's being nice but i mean it's world finals but no like that 
that pre-race party is awesome. Get to talk with some of the drivers, mm-hmm. you know, have some fun with it. The, uh, you know, Super Dirt Week seemed to be a topic with the drivers that I hadn't seen in a few weeks for some reason. Can't imagine why <laughs> with me. Uh, but, you know, it's a lot of fun. And I, I think I could speak for a lot of people. Get, not having qualifying night, I think, is going to be a huge plus. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's not like, look, you get to see every car in every class. Yes, but we're there to watch racing. Yep. They're there to watch racing. And, and I mean, nobody wants to be there till 1 in the morning. And, and well, frankly, there's also a curfew Especially there. the county. <laughs> Especially the county. Yeah, the county the is not a big doesn't fan want of... us there till 1 in the morning either. <laughs> so, yeah, we condense the show. You get just as much racing on track and, and competition, and there'll be a ton of things for fans to do and walk around the pits. And World Finals is cool. It's a world-class facility, and it's great to, to be there. Plus, we get to sleep in our own beds when we go to the race. Uh, our season's done in September. I might have to go check this thing out. Huh, you could even make it a super dirt week. Yeah. Huh, maybe. Yeah. 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 I can get my tickets where? Speaking of superdirtweek.com, <laughs> World of Outlaws, worldfinals.com. You should check out the trophy for Super Dirt Week. I hear it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, I hear it's amazing. Uh, I, heard, I, heard, uh, I, I know eventually there's a story, story coming out. I can't wait yeah. to read that story. Yeah, it's amazing. When is that the, story coming yeah. out? <laughs> Whenever I feel like sending it I, out. I feel like the writing in that is going to be smooth as glass. I know there's an event director who's wondering the same thing. Oh, really? The reason he, I haven't sent it to him Is that yet, why his nails were so short in the events meeting today? <laughs> uh, no, no that, that that was probably him biting his nails from watching a replay of the 2003 <laughs> National Championship game with Syracuse. Mm. I was thinking, mm. do I send it just before I leave or right after I leave? <laughs> I think that I mean, it's been done for like I a think week. first of all, <laughs> you, you wait until you're gonna, you leave. You're gonna have to send this before this. You're just making my out. life harder. You're just making my life harder. That's all you're doing. What, what you ought to do is is leave and say, "Oh crap, I forgot. Sorry, Jeff. I don't have access to that file anymore because it's on my World Racing Group Drive." <laughs> oh crap! It's on the computer. Did they wipe it already. So speaking of Super Dirt Week, Super Dirt Car Series. Um, Kind of an interesting class this year. Who do we think are uh, some championship hopefuls? Well, well, let's start off. We're getting things started May 3rd, which seems like it's far away, but it's not. It's less than two weeks away at this point at Bridgeport. Going to be a great event. Looking forward to heading back to New Jersey, one of my favorite states. I don't mean that seriously. I'm kidding. No, I love the state of New Jersey. I'm a Devils fan, so I got it. But it's going to be a good start. But when it comes to uh, – Picking, you know, a winner at the end of this day. I mean, Phelps has been good. He had a great volusion, no question about that. Batman showed some strength, both the HBR cars, really. But I'm going to pick the devil I know. I think the uh, Herlock Auto Supply, number 9S, is going to get it done again. Matt Shepard's been on a roll lately. And, well, I'm used to seeing Shepard win. Let's put it that way. I think uh, you'll see a really close championship battle this year. I think basically everybody you mentioned, plus uh, Max McLaughlin, and you got a lot of new guys coming in. Alex Sankowski, Anthony Perego. Uh, just uh, a big field of really talented people that obviously, I mean, we've already seen, I think it was, what, five or six different winners in a row at Volusia. Um, so I think that'll continue, really. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of different winners this year. I, I'm going to say um, it'll probably be Williamson, Britton, and Shepard at the end battling for the championship. I think that this year, more than any other, when you have a DNF, it is going to be oh, it's going to be really hard to recover from that. I think in years past, you could, you, you might be able to get away with one or two. I think this is going to be really hard because it's going to be that close. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the, the way they were running in Florida, which I know is it's that's only a small microcosm of the season, right? Florida and, and Volusia is so mm-hmm. different from most everywhere else we race. 
but I'll, I'll throw Jimmy Phelps out there. I think, you know, they've, they've changed up, you know, weed sport. So Jimmy had a lot of pressure on him or, you know, a lot on his shoulders running weed sport. So now you've got Joe Scott, Nikki, and you've got Corey Reed in there. And, and so, uh, at weed sport. So Jimmy's got, you know, there's, there's probably a little less on his shoulders and the way they're running, he was, he was pretty excited in Florida for the way they ran down there. Um, I think Jimmy's a guy who can be consistent. I think he knows that he can save a car when he needs to push it when he needs to. I think some of the younger guys, you know, it's, it's win it or, or bring home the steering wheel. And there are guys who will, let's say, you know, not be afraid to move a car and that, you know, in the end that may come back and bite them. <laughs> We've seen that before. Uh, but you can't do that running for a championship because no. that, that'll come back and bite you at some point. And then if it's going to come down to, you know, you're going to have to have a good super dirt week. So you got to be good at Oswego and then you got to be good at Charlotte. Um, two nights there, three nights at Charlotte, you got to be good every night. So, you know, you're adding, uh, adding a race at Charlotte. So, you know, look at guys who have done well at Charlotte. Um, uh, and because it's going to be tight coming in there, it always is pretty tight coming in Charlotte and that's going to be a difference maker. How many so. points races are, uh, do they have during super dirt week? Is it just the Sunday? I know that there's just one for the super the dirt Sunday. car series, just the one, just the Billy Whitaker. Yeah. You've got the three fifty eight run their series races, sportsman run, right. pro stocks run all series races. So there's a lot of series racing amongst those, but this for the super dirt car series, just the, the Billy Whitaker. Gotcha. Right. I, I think another race, too, you say play, people got to be good at, you know, I'm looking at those 200 lappers at Lebanon Valley yeah. coming up. That That's big because one. <clears throat> Homer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but. Yeah, no, you're right. But that's the race where they're going to get the biggest probably curveball thrown at them from the hometown guys who yeah. are really good. And 100 laps there is a long race. It's, you know, equipment. Yeah. You got to be top notch. And I've seen sh like shepherds really started to outtire them toward the end of the race, mm -hmm. but it's all about saving tires. It's it's a mini Syracuse, yep. really, when it comes down to it. Those two races are going to be key, especially if you can get into the top ten. Yeah, Summerfest will be big for a lot of guys that are really good at Burton, Fulton, Land of Legends. That'll be a big week for a lot of guys. I think like Jimmy Phelps, that'll be could be a week see him exceed and really make some big gains. Same with Larry White. Yeah, I mean that could be a, a week where he launches himself right back into contention if he's not already. Um, but yeah, I just, I think the guys who are like cautious or you know, I hate to say conservative cautious when you're talking about racing, cause that's not what you want, but the guys who take care of their equipment over the course of a season, I mean, there's more longer races here than really most other places. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not, not a fair not statement. Really, not really maybe anymore. Not cause a lot of the lap numbers dropped this year. Yeah, that's true. So, but the guys who who take care of their stuff and take care of the tires and take care of the equipment and, and you know, if I got a second place car, get a second place finish. So I got a third place car, get a third place finish and, and don't try to do something that's going to turn a third place finish into a 10th. Right. Know, that's, that'll be the difference. And, and whoever can manage that will come out on top. And I, that's why I say Jimmy. But, you know, I heard, you know, Billy Decker might be back in the mix. And these guys that have that type of mentality, I think ultimately with the way the fall is going to play out, will be the guys that are in the mix at Charlotte. When you just said Larry White, I, I actually almost kind of forgot him just because he, he had kind of a, 
I guess, an odd off, really off year last year where he almost wasn't in the picture that much. Obviously, he, he was fast. It just you know, like they had a lot of yeah. bad luck. But now they're down to the one team, just focused on him. I think yeah. he we might see him kind of uh, recharge, resurface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There'll be some good racing no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's some obviously excellent racers up there, and the racing is always really good, but those guys will – there, and, and like you said, and I was just thinking about the, the last race I was at Atlanta Legends. Um, uh, guys were guys were fast early, guys were fast late. You had guys coming, you had guys going. Um, pr- pretty entertaining to watch because you're 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 going. Hey, then that guy is that guy is you know three tenths quicker than the leader. He's running fifth right now. Is he going to get him? It, it really. From a fan standpoint, if you can see it now that we've got these big screens and things like that that we'll have at the races, you know you're going to be able to follow that type of stuff a lot better, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, and and really see movement with these guys up front. And and I just I just think we're setting up for a really really good year in the Super Dirt Car Series with the the way the field is shaking out. Yeah, and I and I think a testament to like I know Nick's wrote a couple stories about him in the past. I think Batman, I think you're going to see a huge jump this year. He's already even though it wasn't a Super Dirt Car Series race, the way that the weekly schedules worked out, every pretty much everybody raced at Albany Saratoga last week and it was yeah. Britain that picked up the victory. And so kind oh, of say was, he struck first blood. He but, was so strong in Volusia too, really. Right. Really, he doesn't have the misfortune on the one night. He's probably walks away with the Gator. Yeah. And that's a different car he won at uh over there with right so it's it's not looking like he can hop in anything and win at the moment it's it's been pretty cool since he's come over from australia to see the rise of britain Mm -hmm. really at the end of the day like you know it's you know from where he was 10 years ago hard to believe i'm saying 10 years ago but to now it's he's been one of the most improved drivers in the big block no question about it and always great with the fans i mean it just you know take that take that part away and you know, obviously, you come in there and you got the accent and you got all that and you go into New York and you become kind of the a, a bit of a novelty right off the bat. And um, but he's he's always been so good just with all the aspects of it in the car, out of the car, whatever we need to do, you know, all that sort of stuff. Super easy to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just fun to talk to you. Like we he like I didn't know how he's going to take it. I had the idea of when the new Batman movie is coming out, he's got the nickname, the Batman, just do a story on him, how he became called the Batman. And I didn't know how he was going to kind of take the interview. If it was like, Oh, this is stupid or what? He enjoyed it. Like we basically has to have like a 15 minute conversation about Batman the whole time. So like, he is super cool. No, oh, that's Peter. He's one of the, he's one of the most genuine people I think I've ever, I've ever met. Interesting. I, I learned some things from him about Australian culture. For example, don't say koala bear. It's just a koala. I've learned that. Well, it's not even a bear in the first place. Well, yes, but it, that's a very – I was told that from him that was a very Americanized thing. It's a koala, not a koala bear. I don't know. They, they also call breakfast brekkie, and I'm not – The more <laughs> I get out now with The that. more you know. But yeah, I, that's do, I do like Vegemite, I will be This honest. is where you insert the more you know sound. The more you know. No, I can't wait to hear this podcast playback. I come from a letting down, and I'll stop Oh, now. no, 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 no. And with that, we'll go to our picks. <laughs> Ever wonder what drivers use when they're working at the track? Our good friends from DirtCarLifts.com provide the perfect setup in the pits. Catch both our World of Outlaws case construction equipment late models and World of Outlaws NOS energy drink sprint car teams using them throughout the season. That's DirtCarLifts.com. Anyway, picks, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we suck at this part, at least at being right. I think we're good at picking names. Am I the only one with a hypothetical point still? 
Um, no, Chris has one from earlier. Oh, Chris actually has one. And I have one from the earlier. In the I have a hypothetical okay. one. I think Mike is the only one without a point. I picked the right guys the wrong days. <laughs> Cotton Bowl. Yeah, it flipped, so we gave you a half point for each day. I don't know. This is all, all just in jest. So. I have zero. Which Shape means you yeah. get to go first. Mike, yes, yes. let's do sprint Are we picking Millbridge? Uh, no. no. I'll take Brexton Bush. <laughs> well, you're smart because he has a championship pedigree right there. Yeah, well, You want me to stop now? He's got to win. Yeah. And he didn't back into that one either. <laughs> Let's not get started on how much a pedigree means in racing. A lot of guys with last names, not the wins of their fathers. Anyway, is that a dog food? <laughs> yes, yes, it yes. is. Yes, used it to is, be a Nick. sponsor too of a Robert, yes. yeah, Robert Yates car. Uh, anyway, Tri City. Who you got? Spring cars. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the big cat on at Tri City. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go James McFadden at Tri State. Ooh. Nick, your last picks of the year for the Sprint Car Series, who you got? Is Tri-State before Tri-State? I don't know. Tri-State. Yeah, Hopstot. Yeah, Tri-State Saturday. Hopstot Saturday. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Tri-State. I don't even know. Tri-State is, is that another quarter mile? How big is Tri-City? I think three-eighths. It's like a three-eighth, yeah. Oh, it's three. Okay, so it's not that. Um, Brad Sweet, Tri-City. Uh-huh. Good, good call. Oh, that's what Mike took, too. Oh, wait. Where am I? Uh-oh. I hope I didn't just... I think I just broke all of Dirt Vision. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, well no, for, Millbridge tonight. For the, li- for the <laughs> listeners, we're in, like, part of their production studio. They're gracious enough to let us use this room, and there's way too much technology to screw up in here. A lot so of buttons. There's a lot of buttons. They're <laughs> pushing stuff. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, well, my mouse is on the wrong... Screen and now it says, "Do you want to exit?" And I'm not sure, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ignore it like I do a woman. That's, that's a Nick Scott Graziano, who you got? Wow. Tri-State. <laughs> Tri-State. Carson Macedo. Carson Macedo. Well, that's I'm, where uh, Carson Short won his race not too long ago, right? A couple of years ago. Yep. First one. I got. I'll these. take shots. shots. Tri City. Shot, 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 shot. I'll take shot, a shot. shots there, and you'll take a. I feel like I want to say Paul McMahon. I don't know if Paul's racing that one or not. I know he's he, not. He said so. he's just hopped back in one of those car in the uh, oh heck, what car was it? Someone text Braden and find out. No, he's yeah. Paulie's going to race. I don't know if he's racing this one, but he's he's getting back in the uh, three car. Um, you know what? I'll go Sheldon. That's pretty safe. Who am I going to take? I'm going to take Tri-State. You said three-eighths. Tri-State is a quarter mile? Tri-State's a, Tri-State is a paperclip quarter mile. Okay. Spectacular. I'm going to take Jacob Allen to Tri-City because I think he still showed speed last weekend. I'm going to take I'm going to take Shark Racing for the weekend. I'm going to take Logan at Tri-State. I don't know who Legane is. <laughs> there we go. Mike. All right, first night at Atomic, and I'm sure I'll hear about it, but going Devin Moran on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for Kid Rocket to come out of the slump. I'm going Josh Richards on Saturday. Oh. Don't call him Kid Rocket. Old man Rocket. That's his nickname. I'm just giving you PR advice. Do not call him Kid Rocket. Middle-aged man Rocket. Call no, him when, was that Rocket like Man. First started racing, did he get that nickname? Yeah. I assume that's yes. when he was well, a kid. Okay, so. already it's on his merchandise, so it's not me. Okay, with the white car, yeah, with the new the new stuff. Oh. Interesting. Boom goes the rocket. That's what it should say. Uh. The rocket goes boom. 
<laughs> it should be called Boom Rocket Racing now. Yes. But rockets shouldn't or go boom. Rocket boom. Well, actually, when they break the initially break the sound barrier, I guess. Anyway. Nick. You hear that? Yeah. That's the sound of Mark Richards calling Mick right now. <laughs> he does have my number. Oh, boy. Atomic. I'm going to say first night is Brandon Shepard. He's kind of new. Yeah, he is. Second night. I'm going to say, um, I had his name, and I forgot it, uh, Ryan Gustin. Mm. That would be, that was my pick, actually, for night night two. Very, very well done, Mr. Dolak. Gustin's an interesting pick. I thought so. I thought you were going Rock Conley all the way here. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know what that reference was. Yeah, you didn't even at that. <laughs> no need to. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I'm going to take uh, Dennis Herb on night one. Good pick, son of a bitch. Okay, I'm going to take Max Blair on night two. Oh, Max, ah, that's a good pick. I like that. Blair's raced there a few times, right? Yes. So. I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna. Ah, no, I hate doing that. God, I hate doing that. I just want to flip your your picks, but I really wanted to take Dennis Herb, so I'm gonna take Dennis Herb on light on night two, but night one I'm gonna go Tyler Bruning. All right. I, I, hey, I like this. We're picking first time winners here. I, I, like, I, I like this. You know, those are. Uh, I mean, selfishly, those are two stories I really want to write: Bruning and Gustin winning a race. How many wins does Herb have on the season so far? One. One win on the season. Three total. One with us. One with us. You had three total last year, right? Correct. I with think, us, yeah, last I think Herb Her- Her- will yeah. be good up there. He's our points leader, though. He is our points he leader. Our thirty point, point lead ah. over Shepard. Blair sits third, thirty-eight back. That sounds so nice to say, Dennis Herb, points leader. I love it. The dynamic duo up up front. Mike, can you read the division schedule from there? All right. Is it correct this week? I don't know. Well, you're the one that puts it together. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Sure, if good. you're listening to this on Wednesday, we have Bill Bridge tonight. Wing 600s, the Open Division, and Legends on tap. Then on Friday, the World of Outlaws case construction equipment late models return to action for the first time in a long time at Atomic Speedway. We have Attica just down the road also doing weekly racing. And the World of Outlaws NOS Energy during sprint cars at Tri-City. Then on Saturday, the late models are back with a race at Atomic. Volusia weekly racing, the world's fastest half mile. Millbridge on Saturday night, Cadet. Beginner box stock, wing 600. Also, the World of Outlaws NOS Interchange Sprint Cars at Hopstadt and Knoxville will round out the field on the Dirt Vision schedule. So a packed weekend of racing. Uh, I, I suggest you all watch the late models, but that's just me. There's, there's a lot of races, especially Saturday, man. The actual greatest shows on Dirt. The that's right. The actual greatest show. Yes, Chris Myers, I'll call you out on my podcast. That, yeah, whatever. That that bothered me. That really got under oh, my we, skin. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know. He wouldn't even res- respond to me on Twitter. Chicken. All right. Hopefully they let us keep doing this for episode number nine. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, this is Nick's last show, so Nick can this, say this goodbye to it. people. Bye-bye, people. Thank bye you bye. for listening. All right. Bye.